Here we go. We're live. What up? Let's get weird. It's your boy Tommy G here with the Friday edition. The what was it? It was Super Wild Card Weekend. Then we had Dynamite Divisional Round. So this has to be the chaotic conference championships. That's great. I love it. Yeah. I love All right. It. So chaotic conference championship weekend. Uh, obviously, you've seen Bill Rupp got way better looking. Look at this gorgeous Bill. Bill, you look phenomenal today. Thank you. Yeah, you look great. Oh, come on. I've been hitting the gym. <laughs> <laughs> Bill is uh, running steps with Patrick Mahomes right now uh, in Newark, uh, just trying to get in shape. Uh, no, Bill actually has a uh, had an actual thing he had to do in Newark. He's not boycotting the show today. But he did uh, say that we could push it back and he'll be on. But it's Friday. And who wants to push the show back on Friday? So uh, we are just running forward, Constantino filling in. Mike, how you doing today, my friend? I'm good, buddy. I can't wait for fucking football. I had some good winners last night. I'm ready to go. Let's go. Let's get it. Joey Rackett's here in his fucking Niners gear again, making sure to let everyone know I am I am a Niners fan. I'm on the Niners. That's my right. 37th favorite. Team. If the Colts were in, he'd have his Colts hat on. If the Bills were in, he'd have Bills hat on, Jaguars <laughs> hat, Trevor Lawrence jersey. Rackett's is representing. This is if actually technically – supposedly your second favorite team though correct it is but it is actually my second favorite team yes. okay all right so i mean that's debatable because the bills were it's the your team i grew up it's the team i grew up that with. i'll give you right maybe you grew up with them so uh yeah. so, okay so we're matching at least a little bit with the colors and uh evan hand how you doing today brooklyn i'm uh i'm doing well i'm, I'm having a little trouble because on my my stream deck here to so what i do to like switch everybody everyone is fucked up today so i'm switching over to random people so if you see that disregard I mean, maybe it's just a straight quad box day. You never know. Maybe it's just straight quad and you don't have to worry about it. Evan's going to catch me smoking 10 times. Today. I mean, that's yeah, the best. <laughs> yeah, he's just like panning over to me. I'm like, I didn't, no, like a lot of that's mine. Like, oh, no, that's me. That's me. So here's what happens with that. So Evan controls the cameras. I realized this yesterday. But when I turn my camera off because I have to fix it, it goes automatically to a three screen. Yes. Right? Yes. yes. It fucks, and it fucks everything up. I haven't said I'm like, what the fuck are you and guys doing? My camera doing? kept turning me into a picture, and then I would freeze it, and then I would just see you go. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, this is my off time. Choking down talking. a ceramic hog. <laughs> so, yesterday, yesterday that happened, and I saw you were smoking, and the people love it, so I just kept the camera on you for like two minutes. <laughs> While they were talking college basketball, the best is when he saw it, dude. I'm like, what the fuck? That he's sneaking it too, like he leans over and does it, like little shiesty pulls. Like you smoke a lot of weed. Do you smoke anything close to what Racket smokes? I would have to say, if you remove like the eight hours I'm sleeping from the time I'm awake, I'm high more than I'm not. Okay, can you go an hour show without smoking? Yeah, I mean, of course, Rackets cannot. No, I, Rackets, how I many mean, times? I could, but what fun is that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, think, I, I don't do think I've not smoked in years. Yeah, I wish I was like you guys. I wish I could smoke like that. I fucking smoke and I you get could. retarded. Well, I mean, listen, I could out tequila and drug anyone in here, but the fucking I smoking. Vouch, no? I could vouch for that. Yeah, but the smoking, man, that's my fucking kryptonite. I cannot do it. So uh, what's that, E? A couple, couple gummies. Oh, look oh, at you, big God. dog. Look at you with two gummies. Bag, a little Ziploc. Rackets would be like, comp, comp. <laughs> I had a whole a yeah. thousand milligram yeah. Snickers the that one would, day. I was like, this thing is great. That would just Rackets wet his whistle. Yeah. It would He'll take like about 15 of those to get Rackets Rackets high. bong is a kickstand. It's so big. <laughs> <laughs> it's like being a kickstand. McGregor's bike needs a kickstand, Mike, since we got you on here. Uh, oh, one, of the stories, one of the stories of the day that uh, McGregor got hit by a 
uh, a driver on his bicycle. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen not. this. And then Mike walks in with fucking conspiracies, which so I'm in heaven right now. So tell us what happened. If you guys haven't seen it, McGregor posted a video of a bike mangled on the ground. His pants ripped, said he got run over by a car, was thanking God that he survived, thanked his jujitsu and his wrestling training for surviving. Like, what did he do, a fucking barrel roll and fucking jump up in a karate stance? And then drove in the car, Mike, with the guy who hit him with the bike in the back. So not to Mar Hamlin level fucking conspiracy, but talk to me about why you think this is bullshit. I mean, I'm not too big of a conspiracy guy, but I am to a degree. And today, there's two of them. There's another major one. But let's start with McGregor. First off, I've never seen Conor McGregor alone. Now, whether he wants to put on a show and he has the bodyguards and, you know, people with him, his wife, whoever, right? That's number one. There was no one there. He's never alone. So that's number one. Number two, he's also recently in the news for sexually assaulting somebody on a yacht. And this puts him in a good guy light. Gets hit by a car. Don't worry about it. I'm okay. Let's go for a ride. I just don't fucking buy it. Okay. He's never alone. So that part alone is bullshit. And also who gets hit by a fucking car and jumps up with your phone and starts recording. I mean, it's just not instinctively. And I'm going to touch on something. The other conspiracy that I just went ham on with my friends is what odd timing after that whole Pfizer Veritas thing that came out that today, all of a sudden the footage is released of the Paul Pelosi incident. Oh yeah. I mean, like what a coincidence now that's on the front page of TMZ and all the Veritas Pfizer things are being pushed down. Now they originally said the videos at the Pelosi home weren't working. Now there's videos of the guy with a backpack on, breaking a window and Paul Pelosi up his door. He's like, hey, what's going on? How are you? Meanwhile, there's a guy next to him grabbing his wrist with a fucking hammer. Wouldn't somebody be like, help, there's a fucking maniac right here. Like <laughs> so unorganically natural that there's, I, I don't believe it. I mean, Jordan Walker, uh, who I believe is the guy, uh, Pfizer has wiped all employment info on Jordan Walker, the director who exposed their mutation plan. Like, so he's just like gone. That dude's dead. Like, you he will not be seeing everything gone. Wiped you will off. not be seeing Jordan Walker again anytime soon, and uh, you will not be seeing that video on the news either. I sent it to my mom, and my mom's like, "This is fake." I'm like, "No, mom, it's real." She's like, "Yeah, but I can't understand what he's saying." I'm like, "Mom, the words are at the bottom." Like, literally, what he's saying, it's, it says, she goes, no, that's just what they're telling us he's saying. I'm like, Mom, it's his fucking words. It's like, it's like the SAP thing on the television. Closed captioning. What are you talking about? Well, there's a second video. I don't know if you yeah, saw the, it. Yeah, the video last night where he had fucking assaults him, dude. <laughs> yeah, but he's also saying, I was lying. I was on a date, and I'm lying. And, yeah. like, you know. I mean, But dead. did you also see the Elon Musk video about Andrew Tate? No. Uh, Elon Musk said, the reason I bought Twitter is to expose the global elites and get outside of the matrix. And he goes, that's why they offered Andrew Tate a billion dollars to silence him. And he said no. And that's why they made something up to arrest him. Elon Musk is on video saying that. Wow. I got to see that. That's, that's, I've been, been a little out of the conspiracy loop. So we're, we're due for a no mercy here. My whole fucking timeline is uh, it's just a lot of stuff going on right now. Just waiting for football. Just let me get through football, guys. Just let me get through football. It's almost done. We're almost there. Uh, so basically right now, so we got Conor McGregor hit by a bike. Uh, Jordan Walker, we just spoke about. Uh, Rackets, what's your take? Do you think the McGregor thing was fake? I didn't see the video. I just saw the things on Twitter. So I, I, I'm i not real sure, but I don't know why Conor McGregor's riding a bike. Well, he, he rides a lot. A lot. That, he does, does he, he ride a, a bike a lot? But he's not alone, ever. I've never yeah. seen him. So you're saying there would be a security team behind there would be him, like somebody either riding alongside of him, either a trainer to motivate him, a security guy to watch him, something for the cameras, his wife, anything but alone. 
someone to film them. Anything <laughs> but alone. Yeah. yeah. All right. So that's uh, that's part of it. E, what else we got here in the headlines? Uh, John Morant and Embiid get snubbed from the. Uh, that was All-Star. bullshit, dude. That that's a fucking crock of shit. And I know none of you are big NBA guys, but for John Morant and Joel Embiid to not be starters in the All Star game is the most fucking asinine thing. Do you have the list of the starters there uh, in front of you, E? Let or can pull you pull it up? it up? The All-Star Game starters. Because this is the craziest shit I've ever heard in my life. Um, Joel Embiid is leading the NBA in scoring and is the third favorite for MVP. And John Morant is the fourth or fifth favorite for the MVP. How do we have Donovan Mitchell and Kyrie and, and all these fucking guys starting? Uh, Rackets, my thing with this is it's a disgrace, and it's a disgrace because of how they do it. Uh, no one has a position anymore. Like, no one play. Do we still need to elect a center, a power forward, a small forward? A- Just take the five fucking best players and put them in the fucking game. It, it makes no fucking sense to me how Joel Embiid, of all people, could be out. And, the, and uh, it makes no sense. His team's number two. He's the scoring leader. He's played every day. I think it's a tragedy because... That goes on your resume. That's on your resume. Would you how many all-star game starts, things like that? That's part of your legacy. And uh these two kids just keep getting fucked and beating Ja. What'd you say that you got it, A? Yeah, just the, I the NBA is it the, the NBA All-Star game is basically just a glorified fucking pickup game anyways. So if you're you're telling me that if you were just on a playground, like you're not gonna pick Joel Embiid with him with five picks? No. What? Or John Morant. Or John Morant. Or John Morant. No. It's just no. it's I'm gonna stupid. take Donovan NBA, Mitchell. NBA All-Star game has been fucking dumb for as long as I can remember. Fucking but... Zion's on the team over Morant. I think Zion missed half the fucking season. Like, wh- no, what are we doing? It's stupid. Dumb. What were you saying? Do you have it listed? Uh, yeah, I got the list right here. I can blow it up again. All right. Who's starting over Embiid? You said that's the that's the crazy thing. Now. Read it. <clears throat> so here's the lineup: Eastern Conference: Donovan Mitchell, Kyrie Irving, KD, Jason Tatum, Giannis, and then Western Conference is Luca. Steph. Hold on. Stay on the East first. So that was Kyrie Durant, Tatum, uh, Donovan Mitchell, and Giannis. And Giannis, right? So you can't make Embiid the center because Giannis is fucking plays five positions. You can stick him fucking anywhere. You can't make Embiid the center, Giannis the power, uh, Durant the two, Tatum the three, or swap them and Kyrie the point. And they make used sure to do that years ago in the West with Duncan when they had Duncan, Shaq. Yeah, that's what they always used to do. Yeah, I mean, they used to make, like, Duncan a power forward. They used to just move him over. I mean, especially when Giannis isn't really a center. Brooke Lopez is the fucking center on that team. He's not even center on his own team. So why would he be the center in the All-Star game to bump Embiid? So that's a disgrace. Donovan Mitchell had a 71-point game. I get it. He's had a great year. No way is he having a better year than fucking Joel Embiid and deserves to be on that. It's, it's, It's disgusting. I don't even think Donovan Mitchell's in the top 12. He's plus 10,000 to win the MVP, and Embiid's plus 800, just to put it in perspective. And now go to the West. This is my favorite. Um, Luka, Steph, mm-hmm. LeBron, Zion, and Jokic. Jo- Jokic? Jokic. Right. Okay. So basically you have Luka, Zion, and Jokic, who are all like fucking 6'10", right? All monster guys. You could put them anywhere. You got Steph and Braun. Fine. You put Steph in, you put Braun in, you put Luka in, you put Jokic in. How is fucking John Morant not on that list? How is he? How can you not say Steph at the point, John at the two, 
fucking Braun at the three, uh, uh, Luka at the three, Braun at the four, Jokic at the five. Zion Williamson has played 29 games. He's played 29 fucking games all year. He's, I, I don't even understand how he could be on there. Again, John Moran is plus 2,000 to win the MVP. Zion Williamson's plus 20,000 to win the MVP. It's, listen, I don't care about the game. And I don't think anyone cares about the game. I feel bad for these guys for their legacy because that's an important stat all-star game starter. And this is bullshit. Complete bullshit. Let me know what you guys think in the chat or in the comments about this because I think this is an absolute fuck. Zion being a starter is fucking... No, it's not even fan voting. I guess that's what I'm saying. No, it's not. It's like... I think it's like 90% of the factors, like the, the vote and then 10% fan or whatever it is. But uh, no, this was just this was just poorly done by the NBA. But anyone else have another take on it? Nope. No. Carry on. Next, Evan. Uh, the black head coach lawsuit is back. I'm in the so news. done with this. You, you are you done with it? Oh, keep going. It's back in the news after uh, Frank Reich got hired by the Carolina Panthers and Steve Wilkes did not. Brackets. I'm gonna let you start. Wilkes is going to sue everyone now because he's black and he, did, he lost his job. He was an interim coach. He wasn't even the fucking coach. He was an interim coach. He's black. Everyone's like, he did a fantastic job. He almost made the playoffs. Really? The, the Carolina Panthers? Because every team in the division lost every game. A fucking, like, under 500 team made the playoffs. What do you say? This guy didn't do, like, an amazing job over there. I'm not saying he shouldn't be the coach. But, what, if you're black and you don't get a job now, we just fucking sue the league, and now Stephen A. Smith's going crazy. I'm fucking done with it, dude. Every as soon as you don't get a job, it's you can just sue him now. That's it. You're just suing. And I think that's why we I mentioned yesterday uh, that the Colts have made like 37 different interviews, and I think that's what Jim Irsay is trying to avoid because when he originally put Jeff Saturday in the interim uh, coaching thing, he fired Reich, and then 20 minutes later, Saturday was the thing. He never did the fucking Rooney Rule, and no. he never got in trouble for it. Well, because so it's mid season. Mid season, you could just fucking run through. Dude, the Rooney Rule is bullshit. Okay, yep. and stop with this fucking. Black coach shit. I'm fucking done with it, okay? Everyone keeps going, Mike Tomlin, Mike Tomlin, Mike Tomlin, Mike Tomlin. Okay, listen, if you just stop, like everyone overcompensates in every issue, whether it's gay rights, trans rights, black coaches, whatever it is, they overcompensate, right? They identify an issue. Okay, here's a problem. Let's try and fix the problem. And then instead of, like, once you get, like, towards fixing the problem, then we got to go all the way to the other extreme, and then piss off everyone else. The bottom line is stop pushing every coach who's black to be the next Mike Tomlin. Because when you, Byron Leftwich was the fucking, was Jesus Christ two years ago. And then we just got fired. Todd Bowles only got the Tampa job because he's black. That's the only reason he got it. They're the most social justice team in America. And the team got destroyed by Todd Bowles. Are there good black coaches? Yes. Are there bad white coaches? Fucking tons of them. But should you fucking Daniel be? Hackett. I mean, yeah, Daniel Hackett, Nathan, Nathaniel <laughs> Hackett being one of them. But stop with this bullshit, dude. I'm, I'm just so fucking over it. So done with this fucking race shit. They just do it to piss us off. They're doing it to steal our louche. Mike, what's your take on this uh, 
lawsuit. I, I, yeah, I, I think that's bullshit. Honestly, I think that the Rooney Rule is a dog and pony show, and I think it's even more insulting that they're forced to interview a minority candidate. Listen, best man gets a job. We've had black coaches for years. Art Shell was a good coach. Her, Herm Nico Edwards, Ryan Tony Dungy, Herm Edwards, coach. Tony Dungy, Art Shell. Yeah, Mike I mean, Trump. this was never a fucking issue. I got a bigger problem with the retread in the reuse of bad coaches. That that bothers me more than anything. The fact yeah. that like. Bad coaches just get recycled without anybody, whether they're white, black, or pink, getting their first shot bothers me a little bit. I mean, who the fuck wants to see Hackett as an offensive coordinator with the Jets unless they already got a done deal with Aaron Rodgers? The Jets will go down as probably one of the stupidest decisions in the world. Hey, a owner, uh, I want to hire Hackett to be our offensive coordinator. Same Hackett, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and Tommy was making fun of me yesterday for being excited about Jeff Saturday. But like w when Saturday got hired, that's what I said was I was I would ha rather try that for eight games. See what, he, what he's got rather than see a Mike McCarthy Anybody retread know? or. Well, so, fucking, here's, so here's the here comes and, Lovey and you're, and you're right. Yeah. Rackets with that. You're right. Like, listen, if the, and now if, I'm done with them. If the season's like, done, done, I thought you guys still had a shot at saving that season. That's why I said I didn't like it then. But yeah, if you were like starting one and seven. Then something like that. Then yeah, go fucking bring in Jeff Saturday. See how it works. You never know. Maybe he's fucking like Deion Sanders. I mean, doesn't he look if, like Romanelli, Tommy? He does look a little like. I, I, I called Romanelli. I'm like, put on ESPN right now. Like when he was on TV. You're on. Bro, he looks just like Romanelli. <laughs> like, so I wouldn't say just. He does look. A little oh, he like looks like his, his mannerisms because he doesn't talk much Saturday. Yeah, they're, they're similar. When he's not talking, he's just like you know. Yeah. The, the, the thing about it is this, and this is why I get so mad about it. These owners aren't necessarily being racist, okay? They are racist. They're fucking 90-year-old billionaires. So to expect them to not be racist, you yes. are the problem, okay? They're not going to change. But the reason why they have to do the shit that they do with the McCarthys and the Sean Paytons and the Frank Wright, it's a good old boy system. Every one of these organizations is doing so much illegal shit behind the scenes that you have no fucking idea about. They're fucking raping bitches on yachts. They're covering up assault suits. You just saw in fucking Alabama with Nick Saban. The dude fucking shot a guy and the day after they put him on the IL with an ankle injury for the rest of the year. Like, it's the shadiest shit that goes on with these blue blood fucking owners that they have to have. It's like a mafia. You gotta have people that you know are gonna keep their fucking mouth shut. Look what happened with Brian Flores. They brought Brian Flores in. I thought he did a fantastic job. They let him go. Next thing you know, he's like ratting him out for fucking the Brady shit, ratting him out for telling him to tank games. These owners only want their people. Mike, it's the mafia. They need I, I, their I, I, people I so they can keep their dark skeletons and secrets. I got, so, I got something to add on that. And when speaking of Jerry Jones in particular, when was the last time the Cowboys were good? Who was the coach? Jerry Jones. And he was not, not Jerry conforming. Jones, the owner. I mean, um, uh, Jimmy Johnson. Uh, he wasn't conforming with Jerry Jones being the puppet master. And then ever since he fired him, even though they were successful or he left or whatever it was, he's put puppet regime coaches in there where he can be the general manager and he can coach through them. And I think there's something to be said about that. You know, I support what you're saying there. I mean, they want people who are going to be their puppets to a degree. And keep their secrets. I mean, if you guys watch Yellowstone, do any of you guys on here watch Yellowstone? Right now. All right, let's go. Uh, I just, Dude, I'm very upset, Evan. I just finished fucking season five. I went through five seasons of Yellowstone in the last oh, four days. I'm, 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 I'm not, not going to spoil anything. Um, I just finished season five and didn't realize that's not the end of season five. There's another batch coming out in like four months. Yeah. 
So I finished episode eight and was like going to nine and like, the fuck? Well, you got to watch 1883 and the 19. Well, that's what I'm doing. I started 1883 last night and then I'm going to go to 1923. So you're right? already out of the game. Um, which is, which did save me. Which did save. But in Yellowstone, because they're running like a mafia level ranch, you don't need to. I'm not going to spoil the show. You don't need to see the show. Basically, Kevin Costner's like an old school. They've had their ranch for 150 years. It's a family thing. And everyone's trying to take their land, right? Because they got this monstrous land trying to build airports and amusement parks and all that. So he brands his guys, right? He takes guys out of prison, he brands them, and he puts the Y on their chest. You're branded, and if you break that brand, they take them to what's called the train station, right? And the train station is where they murder them. It's a cliff. <laughs> because once you leave the ranch, you know too much. We have to kill you, right? But if they're trustworthy, they take them to the bus stop, which means they'll go to another ranch, and they'll relocate to the 666 ranch or whatever the fuck it is. That's the NFL. Once you're in deep, and you've been talking about tanking. You've been talking about we can't hire this guy because of this. We can't do this because of that. We got we paid this guy extra under the table. They, when Mike McCarthy frees up, who shouldn't even have a job, they know they can trust him. They don't care about having the best coach for the job. So they want some young 35-year-old like McVeigh or LaFleur or some cabal puppet that they could fucking amp up and fucking brainwash and have blackmail on. King, I mean, fucking Mike. Kingsbury was dating the whore. That was dating Vegas Dave. Yeah. You know that? The yeah. fucking, the uh, one that you like pimp her out. What's her name? But, uh, I forget her. Holly Saunders. Name. Holly oh, Saunders. What a body on that Holly Saunders. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but Jesus Christ. That's all it is, dude. It's the fucking mafia. She wanted I mean, you and you turned her down. You I mean, Mike that. told me, he's like, you want to date Holly Saunders? Like, no. She's like a paid whore. Um, eh, but uh, I wouldn't have kicked her out of bed if I were you. I mean, I would have <laughs> fucked her, but I'm not paying for it. The uh, but the whole the whole thing about it is the mafia, and that's it. So new coaches are going to have an issue, and honestly, these old ass fucking white billionaire white guys want the bloodline. If you look how Arthur Smith has the Falcons job, like you know, all these guys are like blood related to like the owner of FedEx and fucking shit like that. Like, there's always got to be a tie if you're bringing on a young guy, or they're always tied to somebody. It's they're never just random. So a lot of the black guys don't have ties to the fucking old white guys. So they're afraid that when the secrets come out, they're going to do what Flores did and go fucking rat on them and ruin their lives. It's not mm -hmm. right, but it, that's what's going on. Look at uh, look at what happened to Gruden last year. Yeah, but Gruden can't do anything because he's a good old ago. boy. Right. But he's a good old boy, right? That's why Gruden's not fucking going batshit right now. Gruden knows everything. He can expose everything. That's why when they get out of coaching with their Jason Garrett is a fucking analyst right now. God, I mean, Tannenbaum is an analyst right now. Like, you look you look at these guys, and you're like, how are they analysts? Because they're in the network, and they got so bad, and they know so much that it's like, all right, you know what? Let's just place you here. So that way, here, we'll put you on TV with fucking uh, Chris Sims and fucking uh, Maria Taylor, and just, just there you go. Still make money. Just keep your fucking mouth shut. That's the only reason Jason Garrett has an announcing job. I, I got to agree with that. I mean, Jason Garrett's just... He's terrible, even as an announcer. Of I mean, course, he's, he's and, horrible. I mean, I, I, but he know, knows too much, Mike. He was with Jerry for twelve. It years. was rumored at one point that when he was coaching, that they actually shut off his headset. Like he had the ability to talk to nobody <laughs> because he knows too <laughs> much. A puppet. If he you know enough, you're safe or you oh, die. So they gotta replace you to a different barn or take you to the train station. <laughs> I like that. They don't want to bring in a fucking young black guy who's fucking good because they don't. They're not connected to him. 
their nephew isn't dating his uncle and his dad doesn't own a fucking company that they're invested in. There has to be a cabal like web at the top or you're not getting a fucking job. End of story. I hate coaches that show zero emotion. Like in order to be a man and play a game like football or even fight in the UFC, you need somebody in your face motivating you, firing you up. These coaches that don't say anything, that's what bothers me too. Yeah. White, black, pink, it doesn't matter. You got to fucking coach with passion. You know, you got to coach with fire. I that's mean, why you got to be people, respected, you know? And that's why you see these coaches come from certain trees, oh, right? Like the Belichick tree. Like, because Bill went out and said, he's safe, he's good. I got some dirt on him, and, and he's good. Okay, spread ball. Anyone who's ever worked for Belichick is safe because he's got black. It's a blackmail system, guys. That's all it is. Kids, family, bloodlines. You take LaFleur back one generation, I guarantee you he's tied to fucking Jerry Jones or Snyder or something the somewhere. The Rockefellers. The Rockefellers. It's, it's like the presidents. How they're all, if you go back fucking 10 bloodlines, they're all related. Like, they're all fucking related. This is just a straight blue blood bloodline thing. And every time they let a Flores in, a Wilkes in, or someone like that, the second they're gone, they're fucking ratting everyone out at the top. That's it. End of story. Move on. Next topic. Um, that's pretty much it. Other than Greg Olson's kind of pissed and hopes Tom Brady doesn't retire so he doesn't get kicked out of the booth of Fox. You see Brady in Miami yesterday? No. Yeah. So he was in daycare, uh, schools rather, private schools looking for his kids. And a guy went up to him. He's like, hey, Tom, you know, you're going to come here next year or whatever he said. And Brady like walked away. And then last night I saw he was down with um, David Einhorn and Dave Grootman at uh, one of their hot spots in Miami, a restaurant. And um, um, Beckham was there and a bunch of celebrities. So Brady's in Miami and he got caught in a private school looking for schools for his kids. So David, he's going to the Dolphins. David or Odell? That's important. Uh, David Beckham. Okay. David Beckham. Yeah. Uh, mm. We're talking about football. <laughs> the better Beckham. Yeah. The better Beckham. So, I mean, I, I would see that. I think him in Miami fits perfect. I mean, fucking Tua turn the ball over can fucking do over, good over there. What do you think Tom Brady's Well, their Brady's whole system do? is based on timing, right? And that's what made Yeah, it sure passes the timing. The guys who run 4 one and, and that's Brady, man. He gets the ball out fast. I mean, he's a decent fit there. But I'm It's the best fit. It's it's literally if you, if you talk about one player and one team that's the best fit, Brady and the Dolphins is by far the best fit. It's not even close. Raiders, all he, man, I want to see him go to Raiders. Picture Chris Godwin with speed. Right? Like that's yeah. Tyreek Hill and Jade and Jalen Waddle. You have two Chris Godwins with supersonic speed. So uh yeah, that, that would be a perfect fit there. And uh Rogers to the Jets would be the perfect fit. So oh, let's make I don't think make, he wants career suicide. Let's make that happen. I mean, we got a ton of talents, ton of gunners, ton of gunners over there. Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall, Elijah Moore, fucking weapons out the ass. Uh, career suicide or Tommy G suicide if he doesn't. Yeah, one or the other. Yeah, one or the other. Either me and Evan, either me and Evan hold hands and fly off the balcony. Hundred percent. Just, just because of who Aaron Rodgers is, I don't think he would come to the New York market. Oh, of course he would. Yeah, dude, I, I actually think it's the opposite. I think he's all into like the podcasting and Pat McAfee show and all that kind of stuff. I think he's trying to get back at back into the media world. So that's fair. We'll see. I mean, the bottom line is this is this is do or die now for the Jets. It's either the worst decision in the world where now we're going to have like Derek Carr and fucking you know, Nathaniel Hatchett, or we're going to get Aaron Rodgers, which makes any offensive coordinator worth it if we can get that. But we are now pot committed to Aaron and Aaron only, uh, unfortunately. Um, all right, let's keep it moving. So we went a little thing. longer on the headlines and stuff today because we're basically just going to do football. There's not much to talk about in this show outside of that. College basketball we'll head to right now, and then we'll get right to football in probably five minutes. Um I am on fucking piss-hot white fire right now. Not just for the week, 
or for the month for the season. Like it has not stopped. There was a 10 day period where I had a little lull, I think at the end of November, beginning of December, right when the season started, but just another 30 unit night last night, just absolutely skull fucking shit. We went four and one on the max bets. The one max bet loss was because the team was running out the clock and the guy fell down and turned the ball over. Um, we run about nine straight bets in a row uh, at one point last night. If Guys, if you're not signed up right now, I honestly don't know what the fuck more I can tell you or do. Um, I'm, I'm just going to read this again because it's it's worth understanding right now. We have 185 units so far on the season. Uh, J- January, we're up 75 units. December, we're up 60 units. I mean, if you just put, if you're just a ten dollar a unit better, a sixty unit month is six hundred dollars. It's it's like with the VIP twenty right now, it's ninety nine bucks to get you through the suit. Get in now, and you guys know that this is March logo. This is March now. This is the time. February is March. Like that's March starts now. So get the fuck. You got to be Mike. You have a bet fucking college basketball last night. Yeah, I haven't been betting college basketball. Let's say like last year, but you know, fun thing about me and Tommy is like you know we. Did I lose Mike? I think he's muted. I lost him too. Mike, you're muted, I think. I didn't see it. It doesn't look muted. Damn, he was just about to compliment me. Now he's muted. Try it again. Now unmute. Mike, just just come out and come back in. Just nope. come out and come back in. There you go. So, but yeah, I mean, it's absolute fire. Um, tomorrow is a monster day. Uh, last Saturday, I told everyone I'm going to skull fuck Saturday. There's certain slates that you see that you know you're going to kill. Howie's not able to make it on today. He's got some personal stuff that he's he's going through right now. Not going through, but dealing with. Nothing. He's not sick or anything. Um, but there you go. Now we're yeah. good. Yeah, was, yeah. I didn't touch nothing. I don't know what happened. No, that's all right. Um, I was saying when Tommy and I spent a lot of time together, even when we initially met, it was during March Madness. And uh, I got to witness firsthand say like Tommy hoops. So I bet certain ways like uh, it's gets, basketball. It's basketball. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, well, I call Tommy hoops. <laughs> and by the way, in the chat, Jesus. let everyone know in the chat. I want to see those of you who've been betting all this, so they don't think I'm just coming on here talking shit because they get three plays on stay cash and half of them change. And the, then there's 10 extras that we add closer to the game so in the chat let them know how much we've been no not you the fucking people in the chat let them know how much we've been skull fucking it go on mike so i have like a tommy filter right like there's certain things that i know that just he excels at and a lot of it is like nfl props to a degree and college basketball and i like and my newest thing to do is when tommy has his five-star bets and i also really respect you know how he's college basketball so i love their matchups so last night i made money on <laughs> two of tommy's five stars that matched up with um two of Howie's three stars and one of them was a nice dog which was usc you know and i know i think you put out a plus five on it maybe or something but i bet and the, the money, money line, line. Yeah. Yeah. I, I i bet the money line on it um and i i had michigan state you know, on the money line, I had a nice little parlay. So I like, you know, when you guys match up, especially when yours is five and Howie's is three or higher. So I don't know what the math is or, or the stats on that, but I'd be really interested to know. It, it ha- we do correlate a lot. On a five and three, like what that record is. Yeah, I mean, I haven't done the math on it, but it's it's pretty high uh, when we're when we're on the same side. Uh, and we didn't even get plays. to the, the tournament yet, and that's where no, you we're really not even got there. your yeah. basketball Jesus nickname from. So. Yeah, I mean, we, we destroy fucking I'm excited Mark. for that. Um, so, you know, like I'm saying, guys, this isn't a sales pitch. I'm, I'm trying to help you here. I mean, I'm, I'm fucking the, uh, 
I'm your stimulus package right now. I'll do the sales pitch. Yeah. Sign up now. Save no, 20% do the, off from now until fucking. I'm not afraid of doing a sales pitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. VIP 20, guys. 20% off everything on the site. Try it for a week. Try it for a month. But just get in. Trust me. You're, you're going to make your money back in a fucking weekend. It's a fucking joke. Um, but for college basketball today, there's nothing, guys. I mean, I, I could sit here and force a bunch of plays out. Most of these plays are. Um, line movement plays today there's a lot of shitty teams it's shitty friday's always bad because there's always only like 10 games and it's just there's certain and my subscribers know there's certain they can predict certain games that i'm going to be betting you'll see it in the chat they'll be like tommy's going to be on kansas state not because of the team because of the scenario right? right like this is a day where it's just not really lined up um i like davidson plus two i like marist plus two and a half um, right now, I'm leaning Iona, um, so you could put those out. But again, this is this is all going to be money movement plays for me today, which I don't love. They don't fit the system, uh, so system. Th those usually, I'm so creative. Well, I, I gotta I gotta add one more thing. If Tommy ever releases a game from a team that you didn't know existed, like I had no clue that fucking Grand Canyon had a basketball <laughs> team, but if you see that, bet it. Those are the best ones. Yeah, those are those are better, but. Um, I like Robert Morris a little today, minus two. So, I mean, you could put these down as plays. They're fine. Tomorrow is going to be so monstrous. Uh, just looking at the slate, one of the subs last night, I want to give him credit. I forget who the fuck it was. Looked at the slate and said, Tommy, this is a Tommy slate. Like, tomorrow is tons of fucking ranked teams at on the road playing unranked teams at home. The, just the matchups, like, just looking at it. Tomorrow is a skull fuck day. So uh, I said it last Saturday, and we killed it. Tomorrow's going to be a big day, and unfortunately in college basketball, it's like impossible to find the lines. None of the books have the lines out the day before. I don't know why. It's not like other sports where you could do you could find the look-ahead lines, but they're going to change. So uh, make sure you get on board. And then we got, obviously, Sunday, which we're going to talk about in a minute, uh, which we're going to destroy. So uh, those are a few games that you could dabble in, but like I'm saying, if you're playing any of those games I just mentioned, half unit, just, just fuck around, small plays, um, unless things change. So two or three plays will pop up by seven o'clock. That will happen. So subscribers, you'll have it. But if you're a subscriber, don't put anything in yet. If you're a freeloader, just stop being a fucking freeloader. Seriously, enough. Just get on board. Stop being fucking stupid. Um, for NHL right now, uh, pretty good slate of NHL games today. Um, early look at what I'm seeing. I actually like the Knights a little bit. So the Knights plus 135, we got fucked yesterday on an overtime loss. And then I gave you guys the Coyotes on here, um, who I think won 5-0 or something. Something insane is a plus 150. So uh, small lean on the Kings, small lean on the Knights uh, right now for tonight. I'm just looking to see if there's any others. So that's pretty much it for hockey. So Kings and Knights. Uh, Rackets, what do we got in the tennis world here before we pivot over to uh, NBA and uh, NFL? Women's finals tonight at, well, this tomorrow morning, whatever you want to call it, 3.30 in the morning. Um, Pre-tournament, I gave you guys Arena Sabalenka plus 850. Uh, she is the favorite at minus 130, I think it is right now, minus 135. Um, so uh, one unit to win eight and a half. There's eight and a half to play with there. I'm going to put three of uh, three units on Rebekina plus 110 to guarantee us 3.3 units or 5.5 units uh, to take the guaranteed profit there. The subscribers, I also have an extra bet that we can uh, go with later tonight. I'm not going to give that out on here, um, but we will have something to play with with uh, the extra extra money that we have coming in. 
Um, if you do not have Sabalenka pre-tournament, if you did not do any of the futures or anything like that, I do like her still at minus 130. Um, I don't know if I would bet it uh, before the match because for some reason I think Rebekina is going to win the first set. So I might hold off on that if, you, if you're not exposed to it at all, but I do think Sabalenka ends up winning the match. Um, and I do think it goes three sets. So uh, you take what you will with that. Um, but the subscribers have all the, pre, all the pre-tournament stuff, and we're just hedging for profit now. And then for the men's, um, before you go there's... to the men, before you go to the men's, Ev, you could bring a Kababal on. He's got a soccer play. All right. I don't think there's any way Djokovic loses this tournament. Um, no, there was never. I don't think there was, and I told you guys before it started. I don't think there was ever any way for him to, to you know, lose this tournament. So I basically gave you both both finalists, um, one in each side, but uh, I'm not going to take credit for the Djokovic one because my mother could have told you Djokovic was going to win this tournament. So um, we are on a streak of three in a row, though. Three straight Grand Slams I've given you for free on here, uh, tournament Grand Slam finalists that were not the, the favorites to be in there. So... Um, just keep listening, keep betting the tennis, and we come out on top in the futures all the time. I mean, listen, that was great, too, because it fit my conspiracy narrative with Djokovic, too. They wouldn't let him play here. You know, a year ago, there's a tournament that he destroys, and he was actually like uh, minus 110 or whatever the fuck the number was Yeah. Uh, when I jumped on it. So I'm sitting on a bunch of Djokovic. I'm not even hedging it. I think he fucking runs through. He's uh, going to run through it. Um, run the one thing I do, one thing I do have an interest in, depending on what the game total line is, I have a little bit of interest in the over games, and it's only because Sitsipas is serving so well. Right. So if I do play that, if I do pl- have a play in that match, it will be the over games in that in there. Okay. All right. Kababble with us today. Kababble, you got some plays that are in English today, or are we betting on fucking uh, – <laughs> He's got to coach Tommy uh, through it again. Yeah, the Iranian yeah, fucking Dutch league. Yesterday sucked. We had a guy get hurt. Uh, Vinicius Jr. did score and get an assist. Just happened in uh, extra time, not regular time. Mm-hmm. So it was rough. Uh, we started off this morning. Wow, five, he did but... score and got an assist in extra time? Yeah, in what extra a time. jerk off. Yeah, that pissed me off. Wow. Uh, so we come back this morning. Did you murder two... anyone yesterday from your cave in Afghanistan? Uh, no, what we did was murder any, Turkey, Turkey soccer this morning and hit two same-game parlays. All right. One. So uh, we, we started off good. So you're coming in uh, hot, Kababble. Yeah, right now we're sitting on Red Bull Leipzig uh, first half money line that just mm-hmm. started up uh, like – 20 minutes ago. Can they still get in on it or no? They missed yeah, the line. Yeah, you can, you can sprinkle on it, but I'd look to see what the live line is uh, for mm. the money line because they're starting to run run a little low on time there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the play I'm going to give out is Lorente, both teams to score yes in France, League One. It's sitting minus 130. Uh, these are two of the worst defenses in all of, all of soccer. Uh, in all leagues that are graded, which is like a hundred and some odd, they're sitting top twenty-five for both teams to score. Um, it's it's atrocious. Uh, one sitting at seventy-nine, or they're both sitting at seventy-nine percent. So I'm going to write that even with um, Renez uh, not having their leading scorer. Minus minus one hundred four. Yes. Right. Uh, uh, for uh, Lorente. Yeah, both teams to score. Did it go down to one hundred four? I had. My- I'm just bragging about finding it. Does oh. that sound even close? Because <laughs> yeah. I think I just found it on my own. <laughs> it I had to right. stop you to fucking let you know that. <laughs> I, I, fucking brackets. I just found French League One, Laurent versus Rennes, BTTS. I'm even going to use the fucking acronym. I mean. I'm done. Okay, show's over. I'm good. <laughs> close it up. 
Um, yeah, we're going to hit that. They're bad defenses. They just brought in uh, a new striker, so I, I like it still to hit. And then I'll give out a, an anytime goal scorer is Amini Grory. Anytime goal scorer, he uh, plays for um, – hold on, let me pull it up here. A soccer team? So, yeah, he plays for a soccer team. Mm, nice. What's his name? He plays for Stades Renes. <laughs> so he's on the opposite side of Lorente. How do you even research this shit? Like, I, I mean, there's so many fucking li- like. What do you do? I, I want uh, and I, I, so, I laugh. I laugh and make fun of you about it, but I also say on the fucking uh, shows that you're the hardest working man in the company. Like, how much time does this take to go look up? There's 400 soccer leagues. Like, like, where do you like come up with this shit? I do it every night for 10 to 15 minutes before bed, and then my first break at work. Is it I, Bible study? What the fuck is that? <laughs> no, it's just something. Something to wind He's me going down. Going to soccer religion. <laughs> so one of the subs DM me. Brandon Neymar. Hey, it's, it's working. It's all one side. It's working. Yeah. Yeah, it's all one side. I don't. Uh, some of these teams, I don't even know ninety percent. Oh, of you should, dude. You think I know who fucking plays for fucking Stony Brook Academy or Queens no. College? No, I don't know, fucking I, know. I, yeah, I it's numbers. Caring about that, I follow what the numbers say the trends mm-hmm. and then what what i know and i've walked one of the subs through it and zeke's mom is absolutely she'll message me that she's hitting saudi arabia you actually managed to mess up both of zeke's mama's names right there that was impressive did i yeah zeke's mom <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I was gonna throw in zm That's but <laughs> it's, it's actually pretty easy he can fucking pronounce fucking, uh <laughs> wobble, lorenzo kebabble on fucking uh bullet then a deutsch league but uh, yeah, Zeke's mom was a tough one for you. All right, well, yeah, it, it's actually not that bad. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It was better than I thought you'd do. But uh, all right, so we got. Did you find that play? Yeah, it's it's a meanie glory. Anytime goal scorer, he's on Stades Renz. Oh, okay. French cool. League One, same match. Oh, okay. All right, <laughs> nice. got it. Done. Come <laughs> on, well, you're the fucking best, brother. All right, yeah. we will see you this weekend. Stay hot today, kid. I see you fucking got a fucking laundry list in that hashtag. Looks like you're off to a good start today. Yeah, let's keep it going. We just got one goal in our Italy BTTS, so let's, let's go. Let's BTTS the shit out of this slate, brother. All right, later, all right, guys. Kababble, love you, dude. Be good. He's the best. <laughs> I love Kababble. <laughs> you know, I always thought his name was Cubable. Oh, dude, Cubable. We call yeah, is we call it Cubable because it said it Hoosier, is so I gotta imagine. Yeah, no, he's like a Cubs Indiana guy. Cubble. I wrote his hashtag is Cubable. Yeah, we don't fucking know. I don't know. What what is it actually? It's actually Cubable. Is that confirmed? Did he say Kababble. that? Kababble. It's Kababble. I wrote Cubba Bubble in his hashtag. Kababble. His name is Kababble. Who knows? Nobody Fucking gets Kababble. to keep their real name anyway, right? I even call Rackets Joe Tennis. Yeah, whatever. Exactly. Whatever mood we're fucking in, doesn't matter. I'm Timmy G. Uh, all right, let's get to – so we did tennis. NBA, uh, I don't see anything in here from the guys. you have anything, E, from the guys? Nothing. All right, nothing from the guys. Light slate today. Uh, for NBA also. Fridays are, are kind of shitty. Once football ends, we're probably going to move off the Friday show just because it's not a great not a great day for uh, a lot of the sports that we like to be betting on. Maybe we'll go Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday or something. So stay tuned for that. But let's get to the fucking main course, which is the NFL. We talked about it a little bit yesterday. I haven't had Mike's interpretation of it. We got UFC this weekend too, Mike, right? No, we're off this week. I mean, you got the greatest life over there. Unbelievable, you got, man. You got the racket's life. You just had off for a fucking... 
I had to fucking play college basketball last night to keep my juice. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, UFC, they fucking go off for like two months and they come back and they're back off again. I mean, Uh, it's a 360. I mean, it's year round, I should say. I mean, stop. It's one day a week. I mean, no. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, relax. They, They do it 40 times. Relax. Yeah, out of fifty-two weeks, I mean, it's a lot. Yeah, yeah. Twelve well, fights each card, twenty-four fighters. Yeah, yeah. Weeks. You're talking to Speaking college about couple. I got a hundred fucking thirty-seven college basketball games. Well, try finding Tomorrow. a Dagestani in the mountains and doing research on him. Fucking Kababov digging up Dagestan fucking soccer. Uh, so, so all right. So let's talk some football here. That's good. Then we got all the time for football. So, uh, Mike, me and Rackets have given our take. Um, okay. A little bit. I'm going to d- dive in. I watched fucking like nine hours of fucking Cincinnati Chiefs game tape. <laughs> like I can, I can tell you what plays they're going to run just by seeing the formation on Sunday. But um, what's your take? We, we haven't gotten your take on these two games. So start with the Niners and Eagles. So, yeah, I'll give you my take. And then I also have a parlay from Big Vin where he implored me to make sure I. Big Vin! And I'll give that at the end and give you his take. But, I mean, I honestly. And he went mute. And he's gone. He's like, no, I went, I went goes, poster. I'm a poster. <laughs> He's mute. We're a disaster. Why are we not on? Why what are we kind of production singing? is going on in the show right now? Uh, Bill, Bill's running upstairs with Mahomes, <laughs> racket smoking a bong, kebabbles in a fucking ISIS chamber yesterday, killing terrorists. At and- least my camera looks great while I'm smoking a bong. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> so, Mike will be right back with that uh, cliffhanger take. Stay tuned for Mike. You want to run a free week, E? Let's do it. He's talking on mute. Why the hell is that Let's happening? Do even know how to work. Uh, they could hear me, but you couldn't hear me. Let's do it. All okay, right. you can hear me now? All right, so yeah, before yep. you go, Mike, uh, guys, do what did I have to do in the chat for people? Who uh, are it, it'll say it. It'll say it in the chat. Like, type exclamation point free. I'll do it in probably a minute and a half. All right, so wait until he does it, and then type exclamation point free, and uh, we'll give out a free week at the end of the show today for you guys hanging around. Uh, go on, Mike. What were you saying? I'm I'm shocked at like how the line was made and stayed in the first game. Not like, yet, I, guys. Not yet. Slow down. <laughs> they Jesus. can't do it yet, right? E? No, not yet. I'll no, tell you. Gotta wait till it's tonight, everyone. <laughs> it'll <laughs> tell you in the chat when it's available. It will tell yeah, you. it'll tell you. And keep your eye on the chat. There's fucking a hundred eye freaks. Oh my god. <laughs> I love our people. You're fucking clowns, bro. The only people dumber than our staff are our subs. That's I see the exclamation thing. point for. Oh, they're they're, they're brain dead. dead. They have no idea. They just fucking start <laughs> firing. It's like, all right, guys, we're going to go to lunch in 10 minutes and fucking everyone's up running out the door. It's like, no, uh, go on, Mike. I, I just, I don't understand the lining. Let's start in the first game. I mean, how can the odds makers even make that game say a two and a half instead of a three? And then the, even the more confusing part to me is how did it not move off that? Because I mean, you know, if public money's coming in on Philly and it didn't really move the line, that means there's like an exuberant amount of sharp coming in on the other side, but it hasn't seemed that way. Though, when you're looking at the percentage of bets and tickets, that part confused me. And then I did see a good interview where, you know, somebody was breaking it down about the running game and et cetera. But I personally love Philly. I mean, I was on Philly a lot this year, as you know. I don't think that the 49ers have played the level of competition, you know, that Philly has. I think that with Purdy, it's a nice story, and I kind of like Purdy. But now he's going west to east, out, you know, on the road, where last week he kind of struggled against a good Dallas defense. And he honestly, mind, Mike, he looked he looked bad last week. Let's be honest, bad, and he looked good, and he looked bad in the first the half done. of week one too. Yeah, but that was again a good challenge. An NFC East defense, a fast defense, a, a good scheme. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and now you got Philly, who 
I've been on all year, Philly, you know, year long and, and, and whatnot, but their defense is number one in the NFL in sacks and number three in interceptions. They're good on all three levels. Um, I think it's going to be a real tough task for San Fran to score. And on the flip side, I think that, you know, Philly's a juggernaut. I don't think they're going to get much done on the ground, but I do think we're going to see a big game from Hertz, you know, both big receivers and even Godert, you know, at tight end. Um, I like Philly. I'm on the Philly side. I don't want to lay the two and a half, so I'd rather put him in um, a parlay or bet the money line straight. I just don't think that even if San Fran gets out to a lead, that they can stop Philly completely. And I think that if Philly gets out to a lead, it's going to be really hard for San Fran to play that game from behind. And then you got McCaffrey, Wilson, and Debo a little hobbled. Um, I just don't like a lot that's going on there. So I like Philly. I'm all, all in Philly. All right, you're all in Philly can, rackets. Can I, I review, can I review yeah, some I of that? Yeah, I was just going to say, I'm, I'm going to be the uh, – I actually – I agree with Hoffman, where me and Hoffman said, I got this game fucking nailed, except for who wins. So I'm going to be arbitrator here. So uh, so rackets. Okay, I'm going to start right where Mark, right where Mike started too, um, with the line. So the look-ahead line last week was 49ers minus 2.5. The game, the once the the games last week were played, uh, the game the line opened at plus two and a half for the 49ers. So you're talking about a five point swing, just on the look ahead on what happened with the Giants. Mm-hmm. Um, the Giants were the were not supposed to be in the playoffs. We said they were the worst team long. in the playoffs. It's not even they the were the worst team in the playoffs. Now, uh, next point from Mike was that uh, the 49ers haven't played anybody like the Eagles all season. I can say the same thing about the Eagles. They have not played a 49ers defense or anybody like that all season long. So that's, that's going to be an issue with them. Um, and I think I, I agree with the point with the, with the Eagles offense against the 49ers defense being the key to the game. Um, but Purdy last week too. Yes, he did. He didn't look great in the first half, but it was also his, uh, his highest average, uh, average yards Step per completion or steps to target. That's what I was looking for. Um, of his career. So he's throwing the ball deeper down the field. You're going to have a lower success rate by default. Right. So, and he didn't turn the ball over while he probably should have a couple times. They didn't end up turning it over. Um, They have the better kicker, the better defense. And in my opinion, the better running game, even though that's probably is arguable. I don't know if the Eagles would have gave up 30 plus to Jarrett Stidham. And the fucking Raiders. So, don't you I mean, make fun? Don't you make little, fun? Of, don't you make fun of Jared? A Stidham, little debatable. I mean, they gave up thirty-three to Aaron Rodgers. Hold on, let me let me finish. The Niners' defense also got to face Arizona twice. Fucking, you know, shit teams. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna day, give you both Philly sides played here. seven playoff teams. Listen, I can agree with some of that. The too. Eagles' schedule was horrific. I mean, it was a fucking joke. Like, and the Niners wasn't much better. But I mean, you got to remember this Eagles team. Thirty plus to Stidham. Period. End of story. All right, and, and, but here's the thing: the Eagles beat Green Bay by seven. They beat Chicago by five. They beat the Colts by one. They lost to Washington. They played a nail biter to Houston. I mean, it's not like they were just fucking. They beat Arizona by three. You know, it's not like they were just going in skull fucking. They had a lot of big, nice wins. But from both your perspectives, I think you're both right. These are both amazing schematic teams. They're both very well coached. They both are going to do the things that they're supposed to do, in the words of Bill Rupp, right? So you don't have to worry about that. They both have question marks at quarterback. I think everyone's just Whoa. assuming. That, well, here's here's why I'm going to tell you this. Everyone's assuming Purdy's a question mark, right? Which which he is. We, we got to see. I like a, Purdy. A, a stage like this like is Purdy. different, right? But he's good. He's not going to be bad. I like you him. know, but it, it, there's a lot of pressure, a lot of nerve. Jalen Hurts, what everyone is forgetting, I've been saying it all fucking year. This kid is awesome if he can play downhill. 
right? If, if you get him a lead, like the Giants just handed that game away. You had a nice drive to start the game, got up 7 nothing, and then you handed him field position at the 50-yard line, and next thing you know, it's 21 nothing, and Jalen Hurts looks like a superstar. If you look at what happened in the second half, all the Giants did, Rackets, was throw up one touchdown, and Jalen Hurts started shitting all over himself and started yep. making bad decisions. I watched this happen in Alabama. I watched this happen at Oklahoma. One of the reasons I'm not high on him, I don't believe he can go win you a game. I think if you put him in a situation like Lamar to play downhill with a lead, he could stomp you out. I'm just not sold on it yet. I want, I'm dying to see this game 17 17 in the third quarter to see what Brock Hurdy and what Jalen Hurts well, really Tommy, are. Tommy, I think that you're putting a little too much weight in those two players. And let me flip this to you. If you flip them and put Purdy on the Eagles and Hurts on the Niners, I still like Philly. I have the same take on the game. Yeah, but I'm saying I, I think still like Philly, so I think I think these teams are exactly even. I, I would like Philly if they. Well, so so let's break it down like this: Who has more weapons, San Fran? Right, it's arguable. Right. Who has a better running game? San Fran. San Fran. Okay, defense. I think it's a push. Maybe you can lean Eagles. Maybe you can lean Niners. Great. Who has a better kicking game? They're both good. Who is a better punting? They're both good. The only Gold's thing never missed a field goal in the playoffs. The, the only thing that's going to separate this game is Purdy and Jalen. That's it. You got all everything is like this is the perfect matchup. These teams are identical. They're I identical. Agree, that I agree with, but that's why I weigh in a lot. You know, you know, Purdy on the road in this spot. Right. Like yeah. Home field. More to me than Purdy versus Hurts heads up, which I'm sure you guys talked on the show, but you know, obviously they're a classic game in college, right? I don't want to rehash it. Uh-huh. Purdy talked about that or no? What's that? That they faced each other in the bowl game in college? No. Uh, they faced each other in a bowl game in college. They each accounted for five-plus touchdowns, 300-and-something passing yards. Um, Hertz in Oklahoma jumped up 42-17. Purdy led him back on a furious comeback. Um, and then they went for two when they scored the touchdown. Instead of kicking the extra point you know, for the tie, and then Purdy threw a pick in the end zone. Now his uh, his coordinator is now with uh, the Eagles. There's a lot of back history there between these two. Uh-huh. But when he was at Iowa State and, and Hurts was at Oklahoma, you got to see the stats. I mean, they went head-to-head. They each drew for over 350. One accounted for six touchdowns, one accounted for five. So there's a lot of good stuff and synergies going on there. Right. It's, like, I mean, this, this game's awesome. It's just an awesome game, and I know I know people in the chat are saying Tommy hates Hurts. Listen, everyone who watched college football knew Jalen Hurts saw. You can't get benched at Alabama. Like, that's a disgrace. Oh, I mean, if you're going to get benched anywhere, Alabama's the place to get No, it's the easiest place to succeed a quarterback. Right, but I'm saying you also have a hundred other good players in every position. But he sucked, and the reason he got benched was because he sucked in big moments. He was fine all year, and he sucked in big moments. Well, now did he the grew same, up. Did the same thing. Right. Now, now, listen, you may be right. His first year in Philly, he sucked. He had six touchdowns, four interceptions, For and sure. you know limited starts. His second year in Philly, which was 2021, he sucked. He had 16 touchdowns, nine interceptions, threw for 3,000. He was fine last year. But there was a lot of times last year where you're like, this guy sucks. This year, he fucking turned over a new leaf and looks amazing. But how many times have we seen that when Kyler Murray had his flashes? Josh Allen, we all thought, was the greatest quarterback in the history of the world. And those demons keep popping up. In the playoffs, bad Josh Allen, the old Josh Allen, right? Rackets, you're a big Josh Allen guy. The demons pop up when you least expect it. Patrick Mahomes, everyone thinks is the most clutch. Patrick Mahomes has a history in college and in the pros of not winning that many huge games when it's the top AFC championship level game. He's got that one Super Bowl. He should have three or four at this point. 
Everybody in America was on the Giants last week, and I stood on Man, my but that was just... and said, Philly's going to win by 10 plus. And you did I'm call have that. To you say that it. again here. Everybody's expecting you this called it. 23 to 9 game. Uh, this ain't the Giants. Uh, a tight game here. I think Philly again wins by double digits. Damn, and I like ain't... the Niners. I do. I like Shanahan. I like. I love McCaffrey. I like Purdy. I love Bosa. I like them. I just think it's a bad spot for them right here. I think it's going to be a very hard game for them to win. More importantly, because of where the game is being played, and then if they fall behind, I don't think that they're going to be able to play and score with Philly. They need to win, turn the ball over, get out to a lead, run the ball, which they could do and they will do. But I just yeah. think that Philly's got too much firepower for them here. Yeah, I mean, listen, I could be wrong on this. I'm willing to be wrong, but I need to see it. I need to see Jalen Hurts in a 17-17 game in the third quarter do what he's doing because he's amazing out the gate. They script the first fucking 15 plays. They're brilliant coaches. They know how to get out the gate with this team. I All I want – I don't even care who wins, honestly. I just want to see Jalen struggle. I want to see him have to overcome rather than fucking just play downhill the whole game. So I, I think we'll see that. So – I'm excited about this. It looks like uh, we're all on different sides. I think the easy play is here is just tease the Niners up, do a touchdown and a half. I think this is a perfect 13-point teaser, Mike. As I was saying, go get the Niners plus 15 and a half, Eagles plus 11 and a half, over 33, under 59. That's probably going to be my biggest bet on this game because I think the line is dead on. I think the teams are dead even, and this is going to be a fun one. Um, I have a plus 650. Yeah, I can make an argument but... for both sides. I do, I do like the seven-point teaser. You know, on both of the dogs there. I mean, that's yeah. a good look. But, I mean, um, you don't even – and the my, nice thing, Mike, is you don't even need to do the seven point because everyone will say, oh, I'll do the seven-point teaser and get it to nine and a half. Just do the alt line and get over the ten. You know, like, you know, this is – just give yourself some cushion here in games like this. Uh, Rackets, what were you going to say? Plus 650 or something? I have the plus 650 uh, from before the playoffs on the Chiefs and the Niners in the Super Bowl matchup. So uh, – but this is a perfect uh, double result game. Uh, so I – I won't be betting like anything extra on it just because I have the future from it, but um, I will be. I will have a little dabble in the in the double result here. The Eagles are the best second quarter team in football, and the 49ers defense is the second best second half defense I've ever seen in my life. So if anything says double result, it's this game right here. It's probably 650 or 700. Um, so I will have once plus 650. You know, just on the Niners winning in general, but um, I think that this is another prime double result game for it. Uh, I don't hate it. Yeah, I don't hate it in this spot here. Um, I do think there's going to be some good value here on a few different guys. I think you're going to see some good Kittle value here. So I like Kittle over uh, 46 and a half. I think it's a good spot for him. Like Mike said with Goddard, um, I like Goddard over 45 and a half. I like tight ends and big spots with young quarterbacks in the playoffs. I think uh, Kittle's going to be blocking this week. I might, I'm in the minority on this, but I feel like – he brings such an advantage in the running game that I don't know how much he's going to be running, how many routes he's going to be running this. I week. don't know if they could succeed against this defense without him running routes, though. That's the thing. It's kind of like a catch twenty-two. They're going to need that blanket for Purdy, but I do see what you're saying. You're also going to have to mass protect because um, the Eagles bring the heat, you know. So yeah. um, it is going to be interesting. I do like Goddard in this. I like AJ Brown in this spot too. I'm just not playing over seventy-three and a half against an Eagles defense. I'd feel more comfortable like alting them down, like you could do right now. Uh, I'll give you my favorite uh, prop bet for this game right now. If you're on FanDuel, you could head over there right now. Uh, dude, it's it's pretty simple. I mean, this is fucking probably the knucklehead, easy fucking chalk, uh, same game parlay. You could basically just throw in here, Kittle 25 plus, Goddard 25 plus, AJ Brown 40 plus. That's minus 132. 
boom. That's my play. And I like all three of those guys to potentially uh, get in the end zone. So I'm probably going to have some end zone, some touchdown props on a few of those guys too. But, I mean, I think that's the way to play it. Just Goddard, 25. Kittle, 25. A.J. Brown, 40. Minus 130. Bang that. And, uh, I mean, barring injury brackets, I don't think any of those guys missed those numbers. No. I mean, that's have in the first half. That should be pretty safe. Um, yeah, I think I think that's a pretty safe bet there. And then the other game's a lot easier. Because the Bengals are going to fucking shit stomp the fucking Chiefs. I watched fucking literally. I watched the NFL Network yesterday. Just played every Bengals-Chiefs game for the last two years with Burrow and Mahomes. And then they replayed them all again. And I just kept it on the whole day. Guys, this isn't going to be close. This game is not going to be close. There is no way. There is no way. Now, keep in mind, I've been Team Bengals- I had them to win the Super Bowl last year at plus 3,500 before this season. I had them plus 2,500 this year before the season. So, yes, I'm by it. This game is not going to be close. Mahomes is not okay. He's not running up steps. He is jogging in practice. This is going to be a problem. The Bengals are in his ass. He's never thrown for 300 versus them. He's lost every single time he's played Joe Burrow. It's not Joe Burrow. It's the defensive mastermind. Louis Balls has his number. They know how to play him. Now he can't run, can't move. This is going to be a fucking problem, dude, for them. Jamar Chase is going to go batshit. Burrow is going to fucking do what Burrow does, and they're going to walk to the Super Bowl with an easy win. And the fact that this line is plus one and a half is fucking maniacal. Burrow has had a worse team, a worse line, less experience every single time he played him. And he beat them every fucking time. They call this Burrowhead Stadium. Like, he owns them. And they're better now. They're, please, Mike, sell me on the Chiefs. I, I, I don't get it. I don't, I don't know if I can sell you on the Chiefs, but one thing to also add to that, what you're saying, is keep in mind also, not only did Cincinnati beat them this year, they were without Joe Mixon, and Perrine ran for over 100 yards on them. Yeah. You know, so now they're going to be at full strength. Bengals are clicking. Um they're getting they're, they're potentially getting their, their linemen back too, a couple of them. Yeah, so it's a tough I mean, game for if that happens, have, forget um, it. Have have a definitive position on. I can make an argument for each side, but I am leaning the Bengals. Um, but I'm very sure of the Philly game where this game, again, I can make an argument for either side. Um I agree with everything that Tommy said there, really. I mean, you know, um they're playing good. Like for them to go into Buffalo. And just do what they did. They beat up Buffalo. They walked. You know what? They didn't they even beat them up, Mike. Mike, I wouldn't even say they beat them up. They just they walked walked through them. They it was a flag them. football game for them. Yeah, on they were offense. fighting with each walked other. Walked through them like they didn't like exist. Josh Allen. It yeah. was. I mean, they physically won a football game. You know, and um, I don't see why it can't be done again when Burrow did it a bunch of times already. And now I don't care whether you say Mahomes. Is hurt, not hurt, or whatnot. But he's not 100%, and we could all agree at that. I don't even know if he was at 100%, I would feel as confident. I'm still all in Bengals with 100% Mahomes. I'm not all in, but I am right now on the Bengals' side, especially if I'm able to tease that up to plus Mm 7.5 or bet an all-line and take the points. But I could also make a little bit of an argument for Kansas City. I mean, Mahomes is Mahomes. No, he's not. Kelsey, the defense is playing good. Listen, I get it about the leg. That's why I'm saying I, I lean Cincy. But my, my other argument is, even if Mahomes was healthy, I'd probably lean Cincy. I'm going to so, tell you this. You know, this line should be – and it, you obviously can't make it. This line should be nine. Like I think nine. I'm going to have alt lines out there. They're not – this is a 
bad situation. This is a bad situation. Bad. The Colts, the Bengals win this game by 17. This is a bad situation that Mahomes is walking into. You guys don't realize how hurt he is. A healthy Mahomes, the line's right. But this is a hurt Mahomes who moves around and does magic with his ankles. And this is a dirty Cincinnati team, dude. They're a grimy, they're a bunch of dogs on this team. They talk shit. They're going to go after that ankle. They're going to bring blitzes on him. They're going to sacrifice full drives to go after him because they know they could score. You, I don't even think Mahomes makes it out of this game, honestly. But Rackets, you're on the Chiefs. Well, hold on. So tell hold me while on. I'm wrong. Well, I have a quick question. Last week, I produced the greatest bet ever, the Bill Rupp picture and whatnot. Mm-hmm. If the Chiefs win, will you wear a Jackson Mahomes jersey? Yes. <laughs> what? I'll do whatever you want. Will you twerk like Jackson Mahomes? I will fucking twerk. I will do whatever you want. Right. You fucking pick it. Thank yeah. you. We'll, we'll Thank finalize you. that bet for sure because I already, I already got Bill, Bill Rupp on me. Whoever wants to bet me anything on this game, I, I will. I'm taking all action. Don't even go to Fanville, Fanville. Just Venmo me, and I'll hold your bet. I'll give you plus three with the Chiefs too. Wow. Fucking, fucking. This, this line is disgusting. I said it last week with the Bills plus six for the Bengals was a gross. This is worse. This is disgusting. Well, if it makes you feel better, Big Vin's parlay was the Eagles on the money line and the Bengals on the alt line plus eight and a half on FanDuel. He got plus 122 with that. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, you should alt them. I'm taking the Bengals plus seven and a half and some stuff too, just in case. But Rackets, tell me why I'm wrong. Uh, I've been uh, I, before the playoff started. I said I outside was of the fact that you have a future on the Chiefs. Tell me why. Well, I mean, I that was my prediction <laughs> before the fucking playoff started. So I'm not going to waver from my prediction now. I, pre- I predicted Chiefs 49ers rematch. I'm sticking with my Chiefs 49ers rematch. Um, I, I, I always I've been saying until Mahomes isn't the man, he is the man. But obviously, he's 0 three against Burrow and the fucking Bengals and everything. But he's still at home, man. I. He's still got the best player, in my opinion, in Kelsey. The defense worries me a little bit, but I, I don't know. I, 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 I have a hard time picking against Mahomes, just like you have a hard time betting against Burrow. I don't. What's it, this is the game I'm more, I'm more excited about than the 49er game. Honestly. Yeah, I'm, I'm way more excited. I mean, listen, I, I love both games. I think this is. I think we're spoiled this Sunday. I think this is the best matchups we've seen. I, I love it. Great props in this game, too. Um, listen, the bottom line is this. If I break down every reason why the Bengals will beat them, um, you can talk about fucking uh, Louis Ball. They have Balls. only won by nine in those three games, though, combined. It has it was only a field goal all three times. Right. So I, I mean, think, if you look I think at it's it, going to be close. Joe Burrow was sacked. Keep in mind, Joe Burrow is getting the ball out second quickest in the entire NFL this year compared to last year when he was actually like 13th quickest. So he's evolved. Their offense has evolved. Their chemistry has evolved. Their timing has evolved. And if you watch those games, this the sweat. It looked like Mahomes was more nervous than Burrow in big spots in those games. Like you got to remember in that game uh, last year, the playoff game, they were Mahomes had first and goal from the fucking five, and they ended up kicking a forty-six yard field goal. You know, he took a fifteen-yard loss. He fumbled the ball backwards. It looked like fucking Daniel Jones, and he did that multiple times. There was three dropped interceptions in those games. Like it, I watched them all thoroughly because I wanted to get off my bias. And it brought me more onto it because in watching it, I was like, wow, the Bengals should have won those games by, by 15, 20. They'd, every big break went the other way. So we'll see. I mean, I think the thing we know is Jamar Chase and Kelsey are going to be heavily involved in this game. Mahomes with a bad ankle. 
He's got to go to Kelsey. It doesn't matter if you're bracket. It's got to be quick over the middle. It's yeah. got to be quick. It's got to be over the middle. Mahomes is not okay, guys. You don't get a high ankle sprain that's normally four to six weeks, and you're fine the next week. Um, so I like Kelsey over six and a half catches, minus 140. That's basically free money. Um, I like uh, Ch- Jamar Chase. Where's the longest reception? That was something I wanted to look up. Jamar Chase, longest reception over 24 and a half. I like that. Uh, I have about 10 plays on this game that I'm going to have for the subscribers. I also like Chase to score a touchdown and Kelsey to score a touchdown uh, in this game. But um, I just don't see a path. I really don't see – I don't even see a path for Kansas City unless Mahomes is fine, and I'm wrong. If Mahomes is fine, different story. I I don't think he is. He's going to get 37 fucking cortisone shots, and that leg is going to be number than fuck, bro. He ain't going to feel anything. I, listen, if he can move around like uh, like like he did He's last week, walking around like like I do when I get off the when I sit on the toilet too long, fucking dragging my leg around. <laughs> listen, you're talking you're talking the cortisone <laughs> king over here. If there's anyone knows about the beauties of cortisone, I actually can walk. Keep in mind, guys. Last week, last week he played pretty much the whole game. The time he was out, Chad Henney led the biggest drive of the game. They beat the worst team in the playoffs by seven. Well, like the Jacksonville Jaguars are not the Cincinnati. Hey, you lay off. They summer. are not the Cincinnati Bengals. But you said the Giants were the worst team in the. Bowl. I mean, they are too. Basically, it's a the Giants are probably. Eh, I'd say the Giants are better. Eh. How about next year? The Jags get fucking Calvin Ridley. Oh, I can't yeah. wait. It's gonna be. It's gonna, gonna be, be a fun. good team next year. It's gonna be fun. But uh, I mean, it was the Jags next week, and they struggled. The Bengals just walked through the Bills in Buffalo with fucking fake dead Demar Hamlin doing fucking <laughs> Satan signs in the Bills, so and just fucking thing. just Burrow just went like, "Nope, you're not not your time, bro. This is my world. That's it." And just fucking stomped them, and the Chiefs struggled with Jacksonville. So. I don't know. Good luck, guys. Good luck with if you're betting the Chiefs. Good luck. It's going to be ugly. It's going to be ugly. You're going to see a show. You're going to see the coming I'll, of. The I'll give you one 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 take from the Chiefs. If you're playing DFS this week, you must own Kadarius Tony at 3,700. You could lock. You, you could write that and Ben. Right, must own, huh? Must own at 3,700. You must own. Must own. Must Kadarius own Tony, Tony in your DFS. I like it. Lineups this week. I like it. I don't hate that. Uh, keep in mind, guys, all these Chiefs teams that were fucking getting their shit pushed in by Joe Burrow, uh, the last two years they had Tyreek Hill on those teams too. Keep in mind. These were better Chiefs teams. They had a healthy they had a healthy Mahomes. They had Tyreek Hill, and now they don't have either of those things. So good luck. Let's go. Fucking Valdez Scanning and Kadarius Tony and Juju Smith Schuster are gonna do it. Fuck. But they, all, they also have Eli Apple on defense. So, uh, <laughs> Eli Apple talks uh, shit and gets burnt. That's what he does. So. That's what I'm saying. And he's been <laughs> talking a lot of shit on Twitter this what week. They do. His history shows that's not good before a big game. <laughs> I mean, he's going to get burnt at least twice. But it won't matter. Bengals are going to walk through this team. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. Um, anything else here, boys, before we get out of here? Just the giveaway. Nope. All right. Let's do the giveaway. Eli Apple's on the Bengals, Tom. What'd you say? Eli Apple's on the Bengals. I'm saying that's why you yeah. got to watch out for him. No, I know. I know. Yeah, I fucking, of course I know that. He's yeah. fucking trash. Yeah, he's going to get his ass lit up. All right. Here we go. Winner is Jennifer Maletto. Right, Zeke's mama. Let's go. Zeke's mommy. Let's Zeke's go. Zeke's mom. Zeke's, Zeke's, Zeke's mom. mom with the Zeke's dub. Mom. <laughs> wow, that's her real name. That's great. I don't even Zeke's mom. Hi, Jennifer. Yeah, well, let's not. We don't want, we don't want the fucking whole world going after her. But uh, Zeke's mom. 
with the dub. Let's go. All right, Zeke, we'll just give you an account credit uh, instead of the free week since you already have the week. Uh, and she's probably our best female handicapper, too. So if we're going to fix it, good uh, job. Let's you go. You just started 10 fights right there. Oh, I don't give a shit. With that statement. Well, I mean, the girls, know, the girls know the elite upper echelon. There's about five of them that are in that separate tier. Put your uh, fingers down. I'm getting scared. You want those? <laughs> Yo, don't point those things at me. De-escalate. <laughs> De-escalate. All right, Evan Hand, final words. Um, I'm excited to see the Chiefs win by 30 this weekend. So let's go, Evan Hand. <laughs> no, All right, actually, Bengals. Evan, what is your final? What is your final take? On I'm, I'm on the Bengals. It's going to be a great weekend of football. Do you have a uh, same game parlay, or will you? I will, and I'm, you know. Well, let, let me let me check how we're doing. I'm eight and twenty-eight, and we're up two units. So that's it. Hey, hey. when you're doing plus five hundreds, you don't need to do that good. All right, that's so good. We'll, they'll be on Twitter. All right. Oh no, or, or sign up for four deep bets or using promo code VIP twenty oh, to get Evan's same game parlay. Fired again. It's all right. It's all right. Hey, listen. It's all right. It's all right. God you did damn good it. You did good. You did good. Uh, Constantino, final words. That won't be your final words. But um, words. Eagles win by double one. digits, <laughs> and McCaffrey's going to get hurt and knocked out of the game with this calf injury. I think it's a fucking. I think it's full game. His McCaff injury. Yeah. Oh, oh. nice racket. Eagles win by double digits. That's my. Eagles, I mean, listen, you, you had it last week. I gotta. I might have to trust you on this. Uh, Joey Rackets, would you like to rebuttal? Final words. Uh, yeah, Niners by three, twenty to seventeen. I said it yesterday. Uh, I'm standing by that. And Kansas City, thirty-four, thirty-one. Let's go. Another field goal game. You're an idiot. I know. I can't wait. I mean, listen, there's nothing I love more than a fight with rackets to end the Sunday football day. So at least it'll be fun. Like it's one of fun. us, one of us will fucking uh, put the other on timeout. It'll be amazing. Uh, and I'm going to leave you with fucking uh, just get ready for me Monday, guys. Just get ready. I'm going to collect on all the borough haters on Monday. I mean, it's going to You just listen. It's my guy. I'm all it's mine. He's mine. I'm the only one who fucking said he's best quarterback ever. I think I think he's Megan making Muggenies. He's yeah, fucking my guy. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Did you play the blanket game? Yeah, on? you went to poster. See that? You went to poster, right? Is that? I happened? went to poster in the middle. Dude, I think she did go to LSU though, so she could say she's like wants to fuck him. But that's my guy. What'd you say? What kind of I said, would you play the blanket game with him? I'd fuck Joe Burrow on this show. Yeah, I love 100%. him. I love him. <laughs> Joe, if you're watching, I love you. I would yes, marry. He's watching. You. Thank you for all tuning in. You today. never know. You never know. I was a big deal for like 10 minutes in, in America. You never know. But uh, anyway, all right. For Evan Hand, Joey Rackets, Kababble coming from not from the Bat Cave, from a normal facility, Mike Constantino, and uh, Bill Rupp, who's now running steps with Patrick Mahomes to get him ready for the game so that he can beat Tommy G. I am Tommy G. Good luck. Stay cash, you motherfuckers. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, come on. <laughs> that was